But yeah, you're right. If you don't, infrared doesn't show blood flow, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't, you don't just get a little chilly and start <laughs> yeah. crawling around on the ground. Welcome to the What's Everybody podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Go ahead, hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell notification, all those fun buttons. They help you keep up with all of our episodes that are coming out. And we have a lot and even more coming soon with three or four TV shows starting up. So we got lots of content. So make sure you're hitting those buttons. We appreciate our subscribers. We're already up to 120. Took us a year almost to get to 100. So we appreciate that we're climbing rapidly. So we love it. Ed, hit that that notification. Keep chiming in, but we appreciate y'all listening. And we love the comments, uh, yes. especially some of our Westworld stuff. Have some people jumping in on live shows. Like, guys, we'll, whether you put it in the comments or join our live shows or come on our website, like, we'll we'll watch stuff. We'll comment. Like, we love the interaction. So keep it coming. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a plan. So <laughs> any help you guys can give us in content creation <laughs> and giving us something to talk about is well received absolutely unless it's baby geniuses too oh my gosh <laughs> charles <laughs> charles you're like a curse word in my life <laughs> uh, yeah we'll see how that goes we're gonna watch it but thanks charles anyway but we do thank you for listening and watching and all that fun stuff so all right so today we are here to review pray the new movie on disney or actually it's on hulu huh i was getting a little ahead of myself there um, it was released, 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 released August 5th, 2022. Shut your mouths. <laughs> it was written by Patrick Ason and Dan Trachtenberg. It was directed by Dan Trachtenberg. It stars Amber Mid Thunder. <laughs> what a cool name. Wow. Yeah. Amber Mid Thunder, Dakota Beavers, Dane Deliegro, Stormy Kip, Michelle Thrush, Julian Black Antelope, Mike Pete Patterson, Bennett Taylor, and Samuel Marty. The premise of this movie is the origin story of the Predator in the world of the Comanche Nation 300 years ago. Naru, a skilled female warrior, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved Predators to land on Earth. Based on what I've read in some articles from the director, I don't know that that's an entirely accurate synopsis based on the Predator piece of that. But we can let that go and move on and talk about the movie. Go ahead, Matt. I'm curious. Do you know why this went straight to Hulu and not to theaters? Um, I'm assuming. I don't know. Because Hulu's the one who's <laughs> making all the money for Disney right now. I was going to say, I would assume that it's because it was a Fox. It was in production when before Disney owned Fox. And Fox, Disney was like, we don't want to pay to send it to theaters, as opposed to just putting it on our streamer that we own. Yeah, I mean, to our, our audience, I just wanted to test JJ's power of knowledge here, but he's pretty much correct. Uh, it's funny. One of my senior directors at my company is a huge movie nerd. And, uh, he put this in our TV and film section in Slack and said, basically it comes down to contract issues because mm -hmm. Disney bought 20th century Fox, but they had made a deal with Warner brothers. So AKA HBO to send this for a theatrical release, but Disney obviously did not want to pay for that to happen. And all the, the contractual agreements and things that would have been a, probably a legal nightmare. Mayor. So to bypass that, they streamed it. Makes sense because Disney now gets to keep all of, and really there's no way to tell how much money they're making because there's, I guess that's not true. So they get ad revenue for those that don't like, that aren't like me and pay for the ad free stuff. And then they get 
They're going to get new memberships, possibly people that sign up just to watch it. Cause it's, I mean, it's getting good reviews. I'll give it that. Like to much, much to my surprise, it got a lot of great reviews previously. Yeah. Even people that I know, friends of mine that I watch for like their thoughts on movies and stuff like that, just before I'll watch them or as I'm watching them. And I was surprised by a couple of people going, man, I really liked Prey. And I'm like, really? Cause I hadn't watched, I hadn't watched it till today. So yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. A bunch of my coworkers, comment on how they, they quite liked it. But I think it was just interesting because a lot of these movies that go direct to streaming, I'm biased and be like, ah, oh, like, <laughs> like probably not super good because all these studios are re-releasing them in theaters in, in such movie before because they're, they're making more money again, thinking it's AMC. Yeah. Give us some more movies here shortly. Like, I would I have loved to have seen this in theaters? Uh, yes, please. So am I a little disappointed there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, thankfully, I, I have a very large television, so it Shut wasn't up, that JJ. bad. But I would have loved to have seen this in theater because some of the music and some of the sound was amazing. And as cool as my sound is, it's not movie theater quality. Like, I would have loved, like, that thumping, droning, drum beat bass line that was running. Like, when she's standing on the tree, and it's like, whoa, whoa. Like, I would love to have heard that in the theater and had that, because that does add to me, at least. So one thing I'll say that I wish it would have been cool is I had never seen any Predators before because what this movie did very well that we talked about in Stranger Things that we would have liked is the Vecna principle where they showed Vecna too quickly and I think diluted what Vecna was. What they did great in Prey is you didn't actually know what said Predator looked like for a while. You saw silhouette of the camo. You saw like the a Wolverine style like claw that comes out of it the spear it's shooting some of it's like i don't even want to call them arrows or darts or however you want to call that but you saw a lot of that and the fear factor was being built up with the animals it fought to but i, I loved how they did that because they built up this thing until finally like the big reveal and they're like oh snap this thing is scary looking it's a bad mother effort. <laughs> and I really appreciated how they set that up that they didn't dilute. It, it, they almost went kind of horror style in introducing this character. And I, I really enjoyed how they set that scene. I thought it was well done. Yeah. And so, Matson, I've never seen the Predator movies. Oh, how'd it go? Tell me. I'm so excited because I would have loved you. Tell us your thoughts. On the Predator? I mean, I knew what the Predator looked like, right? I oh, okay. Memes or whatever. But... I didn't really like it a whole lot. <laughs> and here's why, right? So I, as soon as they talk about Comanche and then you have Canada or the Great North Lakes, that's not where the Comanche no, lived. And so I was sitting there going, well, this is, this is what? No. Uh-uh. And I was completely cooled out about 30 seconds in this movie. That's unfortunate because I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. yeah well, I, I'm dating a Native American. Sure. And I love learning about stuff. And I was sitting there going, Man, I was excited because Comanches are awesome. They have a really cool story, really cool history. Which is why they chose them, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think all the actors are part of the Comanche Nation. They are. Hmm. Because they did the Comanche dub or they did a version in the Comanche language. But I was sitting there going, I was like, this, this doesn't add up. It's more closely to like where the Chippewa tribe would have been or the Ottawa those nations because the Comanches they rode horses like in Oklahoma and they were on the Great Plains but the Southern Great Plains so I was sitting there and I was bugging Oshie the entire time so I don't know okay. if they ever would have had anything with the French trappers out, no that they would because so Colorado definitely had some French trappers and I'm assuming with the mountains that were there 
nah, I guess mountains is the wrong word for that movie, but like it, it implied that there were some mountains in the area. I would assume that, I mean, obviously, since they were talking about it being up towards the Canadian border, but it also depends. The 1700s back then, Canada may have come down further. I, I don't know enough about American yeah. history. It's a weird and, thing. But like I was going, I was like, you know, Comanches, they were nicknamed the Cossacks of the Plains because they rode horses and they were yeah. terrified. And yeah. we got like two minutes of horseback riding, which was cool. But I was sitting there, I was like, this doesn't look like Comanches to me. Yeah. It's funny the things I got pulled out. Yeah. Yeah, I got pulled out pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I again, that's a bummer. I didn't know that, but I liked a lot of the action on screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I didn't think too much on it. Like I thought for a second when they mentioned when they saw the French Canadian, the French come down, I thought, man, that seems far north. But the more I think about it, I think 1792, right, is when it took place. The West wouldn't have been colonized by then by the States. And so at least, yeah, I don't even think they were close to getting that far West. So in theory, you could have had some, and cause I think that was part of the Canadian territories at the time. So maybe that's what they were intending you to think is maybe they're in the Colorado area and that Canada just came down, but that you would have seen the French trappers and everything. They did come down pretty far South, New Mexico, Arizona had some, but mostly it was Colorado, Utah, Idaho, Northern California and that, and then where Matson's at. So, but yeah, I could see where it pull you out. I wondered how, because I knew that your girl is indigenous. And so I was like, oh, this, I'm interested to see what Alex's perspective <laughs> or her she perspective. Actually liked it. I think she actually liked it less than I did. <laughs> really? Hmm. That's funny. It was, so was it because of the Comanche Nation piece or was it just the movie itself she didn't like? Just the movie. Okay. She like she really enjoyed the Predator series. Mm. Loves the films, and this one she was kind of like, well, it was it was okay. Yeah. But, See, and um, I'm not gonna lie, like I have a little bit of that too because I told you guys when we watched Terminator, too, that for me Predator Terminator Two were big ones on my buddy's black box cable box thing that we watched on because they were very similar time frames, and so we watched those a lot. And Predator to me was one of the original Predator movie was one of the most terrifying movies. And again, to Matson's point, it's because you don't actually see the Predator until almost the end of the damn movie. Like all you see is the shimmer and then you'll see like a couple of his little bright green blood. But other than that, like you don't see him in full fledged. You don't even see him with his mask off until like the last 10 minutes of the movie. Before that, it's you see him like, maybe the last half an hour, 45 minutes. And it's like a hour and 45 minute movie. So it's, they're just getting, to, getting hunted by this invisible force throughout the first movie. So I liked that they went back to that in this movie. I think my biggest complaint, and I, I told Alec when we were getting ready to start doing this earlier, was the CGI left a little be desired. But I do know that comes from a couple of things. Again, we talk about the production value being a little different because it was originally a Fox movie. Disney's not, not going to dump a bunch of post-production dollars into a movie that's almost made so that they can release it on their streamer and not even their main streamer at this point. So it's like, I understand why that it wasn't great on the back end, but it was passable. Like, I enjoyed it. The other piece that I had a hard time with is the animals. Like, I'm a big animal guy. 
So I was really annoyed that the wolf stayed to fight for no reason whatsoever. He's not going to stay and fight over a rabbit. That dude's leaving. Wolves are so skittish. And then the bear, yes, the bear would have chased the dog off, but when he didn't catch the dog, he would have slowed down. Bears aren't like top speed forever. They're big animals. They can run fast and they're going to chase you off of their prey, the deer, whatever he had, but they're not going to, they don't hunt humans. They don't, they don't even really, they rarely hunt antlered creatures like deer and moose. Now they can bring them down if they need to, but they're omnivorous. They don't have to eat meat. So they're not going to spend that much effort. Exactly. They're going to go. So I was a little agitated by the fact that the only one that they really represented halfway decent was the mountain lion. And even that was once it got its initial kill, it would have ran away too and come back later. It's not going to climb up a tree to try to get more after it's got some, it would have tried to just drag its prey away. Are we trying to watch national geographic? Are we trying to watch a predator fight? cool animals and people and that's all i cared about is this movie that great like no i'm not gonna give this movie like an amazing rating or anything like that but to see like a giant bear fight a predator (laughs) and have a wrestling match like uh yeah that was cool so i don't know i didn't get caught up in a lot of these details because i i mean i guess i just had no expectations for this movie (laughs) so because of that i just was tried to allow myself to be entertained by what was presented on screen. I will say Taylor started watching this with me and could not finish because she was so worried about the dog dying that she could not bring herself to see it through. And the dog was a total boss at the end, as I thought. But yeah, I I don't know. I didn't get caught up in a lot of the details, but I I did like the overarching story of, for me personally, just her having to prove her worth and, and showing that she could, she could be some, she could hunt that she could prove people wrong. I like the action scenes. Like I'm not going to say I was disappointed there at all, but I don't think this was a movie that carried a lot of emotional weight or endeared me entirely. Except I really, I liked the brother. Like I, mm. I quite liked his character and, and the actors I thought did a pretty phenomenal job for what he displayed. But yeah, I mean, I was, I entertained yeah, like I just, I, I think it was just because I didn't know what to expect. Is this as good as the originals? No, like I needed Arnold Schwarzenegger and some other individuals in there, but it was an interesting concept to say the least. Yeah, I mean, and don't misunderstand, like I critique it because of the animal thing, but I was distracted and I guess that's more, I'm like Alec, there are things that pulled me out of the movie that would have been even better. I actually was far more entertained than I thought I was going to be with this movie. I liked the changes that they made to the, the predator himself, the fact that we're looking at a, an older version. So it looked a little different. The tech was different, right? It didn't have the, the missile launcher on its shoulder. Basically it had those really cool laser oriented arrows or like whatever you wanted to call those like rods of death. But it was, so it was really cool. Like I enjoyed it. There was just little things. And like you say, it's one of those things where I didn't expect much. In fact, I went into this movie thinking I was really going to not enjoy it. But yeah, it was it was really interesting. And that dog's name was Coco. Huh. It was cool. I liked that dog. It looked like he was a Rhodesian Ridgeback, which is a cool dog. I had another problem. And I think it's because I don't understand the way that Hollywood does female characters. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like they have this path, right? You have to start as an underdog. And then you kind of suck the entire movie until all of a sudden you make a huge leap to the top and you're the best. 
because the entire movie, she's talking about how she's a hunter, a hunter, and she doesn't hunt anything except for like two rabbits. <laughs> the it's entire like, it was like four. Yeah, there was like okay, yeah. <sighs> rabbits. That's all she. That's all she successfully hunts the entire film until she takes on an apex predator and wins. It doesn't make sense to me. Albeit a wounded apex predator from her brother. Who has clearly demonstrated he has no problem getting stabbed everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, why can't stories or movies just have her be a Billy badass from the beginning? Like have her take on the mountain lion and win because she's smarter, right? She outthinks it. She's a smart hunter. Versus having her get knocked out, her brother carries her back, then he goes back out and kills the lion using her plan. Then I'm going to believe that she beats the predator by being smarter than it versus I was sitting there going, I was like, she hasn't hunted anything, bro. She sucks at hunting, according to this film. She is the worst but that's hunter. Like, that's like Hollywood's MO. She had to find herself. Her brother had to sacrifice for her to make that choice. Yeah, and I'm saying just- it's a stupid MO. <laughs> I think you got to take that up with like all Hollywood directors. See, and I think, they won't respond to my emails. Well, exactly. They don't. Uh, here's my problem with it. Cause I'm with you and I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I think it's just that they do it wrong because what they're trying to do is highlight social issues that are around today. Right. And I don't disagree that they're real social issues, but the problem is, is they go for that social issue from the beginning and they go after it from the start of the social problem or the basis of the social problem. And they actually, instead of it being the problem itself, they go try to what they think is the core and actually soften it for those that will get offended by it. Because what really should have happened in order to tackle this social issue that they're trying to tackle is when they're hunting the lion, she and her brother take the lion down together using her plan of the tree. And the brother gets full credit for taking down the lion and he lets that happen even though she's the real reason that the lion was taken down. Now you're addressing an actual social issue, right? Now you're talking about something that happens to women on the daily, but because we want to soften that blow, because you can't have the freaking anti-woke or anti-woman or the, basically the morons of the world say, no, 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 we don't do fuck off. Yes, you do. The problem is you don't want to admit that you do it. So we take it back to the root of the problem and say that we just don't give women credit. That's not true at all. We take the credit. That's the real problem. It's not about not giving them credit. I think most of us in the modern world today can realize that women have just as much power and just as much and more so ability than we've ever given them credit for. The real problem is, and not just with women, but very much with women, is that men and other people are very quick to take credit or give credit to someone that didn't necessarily have much to do. So for me, that would have been more an accurate representation of what they're trying to show is, and then it gives an actual point to display throughout the movie. I wouldn't have had a problem with the social commentary if they had done it that way, because now I don't question her ability at all because we know that it was her plan. We know that she helped her brother follow through on the plan. Now it's everyone else that she's got to win over and that's what happens a lot of times in, in real world. And again, not just to women, but more women than it should be is that we take credit or we don't let them have the right credit or don't give them enough credit. So they have to win it over. So I think depending on how you go about it, you could have done it differently. I just think we just soften it too much instead of actually attacking the problem. That's my opinion. Cause you're right. Based on what you see, you can't help, but go, is she really qualified to 
take on the predator because no, you know we needed a montage hunting scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, she meets everything she would need to hunt. Sure. Lion, bear, and you just show her outsmarting them, which is what she does to predator at the end. Sure. If she just is smarter, right? So I don't need her to get in a wrestling match with a bear. I just need her to, you know, use her brain, which is what she is clearly capable of doing. She's a very smart individual. Use your brain, beat the bear. Now I'm like, oh, okay, this all makes sense. But up until this point, I mean, she could barely tie her own boots, according to what the the yeah. movie is saying. And I was like, why do we need this extra step where we show almost her being a little bit incompetent? Sure. Right? It's like, no, just start it off with, hey, she knows what she's doing. You know, she learned from her dad. She learned from her brother. All these different things. And just ignore this whole, oh, she's coming from a place of weakness or whatever. Yeah. Get that out of there. I Just give me a Billy Badass. You know, same way as we wouldn't show in the original movie, you wouldn't show Arnold Schwarzenegger being a total loser and then showing up, right? But because she's a girl, because she's a girl protagonist, it's, oh, we have to overcome this. No, just, I mean, this is what the original Wonder Woman did so great. Yeah. You don't have this position of weakness. You sure. just have freaking Diana being insane. That was, I was like, okay, so she hunted rabbits and now she's going to take on Predator. Right. And, you know, to your point, the original Wonder Woman, she did have to come overcome the social faux pas, right? Which is real. And I think that should be addressed. And I think this is a great situation for that they could have done that. Instead of putting her in a place of weakness, put her in a place of where she has to overcome the bullshit, right? And I'm I'm actually okay with the way she handled the bear. I thought that was, because she's in an open field, basically. There's no getting away from a bear in that situation. So for her to crawl into the trees and then have the predator come out, I was actually okay with that. It was the lion one that really bothered me because it was like, really, you're going to have her fall out of the tree and hit her head. So she's unconscious the whole time. That's stupid. Just have them take down the animal together and then deal with the actual repercussions of no one wanting to give credit to the woman. And then we get to move on with her taking on the predator, which she did in epic ways. The, she got him to cut his own arm off. I mean, really? That's dope. Well, I want, Dude, yeah, that I, was awesome. I want to come and comment on the whoever the fight choreographers or, or the writers whoever that ending kind of epic fight scene. I just liked how she took the knowledge of what she knew about what she'd seen the predator do in these other fights and put the sharpened metal sticks on the tree that she ultimately wanted to jump on to knew that his metal shield she could use against him to his helmet with the targeting system all that and then that whole scene with her axe that or hatchet that she tied some dude her meteor ball tomahawk (laughs) yeah all that and tied that rope to that and got got out of that bog where it almost killed her and you knew i was like ah i knew because we'd seen that movie she's like this is gonna come back to, to play with the, the predators there at the end. And I just, I really enjoyed the buildup to that. And a lot of that, it, it was a fight that made sense for someone that knew their opponent was far superior, but used a lot of their strengths against them. The only issue that I, I did have, or I don't even know if it's an issue, more of a question, is that flower that they used that suppressed the heartbeat or something to the extent where it didn't show heat or cool however that worked. I think it dealt with circulation is ultimately what it came down to. It slowed the heart rate that little plant that they gave out where the predator walked past her. And I'm not sure it's because it couldn't see her because the heat or didn't deem her as a threat one or the other, but that was a little, I was a little shaky on that. That's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. She wouldn't be standing if her, she wouldn't be picked up on infrared. 
For sure. And did you see how big his arms were? Like yeah. he would have bumped her. Yeah. Well, that's a good storytelling. <laughs> yeah, and I like that they got away from the whole mud thing because I was really pissed when she fell in the mud pit. And I was like, oh, fuck, she's going to go back and dive in the mud pit again. And that's how she's going to hide herself from the Predator because that's how he hide themselves in every other yeah. fucking Predator movie. So I was like, God damn it. So when it, they had a different way of doing it, I thought, oh, that's cool. I like that. But yeah, you're right. If you don't, infrared doesn't show blood flow, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, can't, you don't just get a little chilly and start <laughs> yeah. crawling around on the ground. So. so I can appreciate the creativity, but yeah, sure. that was a major plot hole in, in something that for what you guys are commenting and what you couldn't overlook that since it was a core crux of now I get like the location not being the right thing or the right representation of the indigenous people and things like that. But it didn't for me affect the storytelling of what they were trying to portray, but this flower being a critical piece of how you don't show up on the predators radar. Like that's for me, that's where it's hard to be like, all right, like I'm not going to overlook that. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree completely. But the ending was awesome. And the other thing I wanted, I wanted, this movie was short. Like the runtime, all things considered, like that's definitely something this movie had going for it. They, they did not give us a two hour, two hour and 15, a lot of exposition. Like they knew what this movie was about. It ended on time, if not slightly early, which I think helped this movie in my opinion. How long was it? I didn't even. It's an hour and 30 minutes, but like more like an hour and 20 ish. If you take out the credits. Interesting. Yeah, hour and four, hour and thirty-nine. I, yeah, I didn't even. To be honest, I didn't uh, maybe even pay hour attention. twenty-five, something like that. But I never yeah. even thought about it. It just was kind of like, okay. Yeah, I will say that the end had some interesting connotations. So the gun that she's given by the French guy, mm-hmm. uh, I can't Raphael something or other. The guy gets his leg cut off. That gun is given from an ancient predator to. The main character in Predator 2, played by oh. Danny. Why can't I think of him? DeVito. No, not Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny Glover. Danny Glover. And Predator 2 is a terrible movie. Okay, let's just mm-hmm. get that out there. It is horrid. And there's been some bad Predator movies. It's the worst by far. But at the end of that movie, spoiler alert, he goes into this Predator ship and there's all the skulls. There's mm-hmm. and this because he bests them, they give him this that same pistol that she gets from Raphael, they give him as like, guess what? You won. Here you go. Here's your prize kind of thing. Cause they're big on this. They keep the skulls for trophies. So that's, they gave him his trophy for defeating that predator in the second one. I want the skull, right? No shit. I want the dude skull, but he is fair. Yeah. So that gun has made an appearance in the movies before. And then I don't know if you guys paid attention to the little cartoon in the credits, but it hinted at a prey too because it's got the the indigenous artwork that they're using. And it tells the story of her standing there as the new war chief. And it was really stupid, but like everybody was looking one way and then they flipped and looked the other way. And you see ships coming out of the clouds towards the, and so it shows them standing there in that same formation. So it looks like if they do it, it'll pick up right where they left off. Well, and she'll die. Yeah, I- or they take her with her because at the end of, Alien versus Predator, they took the one girl with them into space. She becomes part of the whatever alien tribe or something like that. So I could see they take her as some great warrior. Probably, most likely, she dies and they take the pistol as a trophy. But who knows? 
And I did love the shot in the back of the head. <laughs> like that was pretty good too. They took his mask off. She's just standing. I was, I was like, you're standing there too long, lady. He's got ears too. He doesn't just rely on his infrared. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, I wasn't disappointed with the movie. It was pleasantly violent. It was pleasantly fun. There were just little weird continuity things that were strange. Pleasantly violent, man. Uh, some of those human beings, God help them, they really died. Yeah. I, it was less violent than I anticipated, though, because the originals were very violent. Very. When the Predator in this one took out the skull and spine of whatever it had killed, that, I was like, yeah, right. like, yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, I don't want to see that in real life. Yeah. Well, that's so in the first one, they got the dude that's like flayed alive hanging from the tree. Oh, I forgot and then about that. They shoot off what's his face, Billy D. Williams's arm. Yeah. I mean, it's brutal, the first one. And the second one's just bad movie just don't watch that shit but yeah they and then it turns into like this horror fest for the rest of the series until this one this one was more of that thriller tense whereas like the last two or three have just been more horror based which they weren't very good either but two was it's awful danny glover running around looking like he took a crap in his pants the whole time like it was just and he's like old and he's a cop and he's running around and you're like dude you can barely move like <laughs> How are you beating a predator? It was bad. Anyway, it wasn't bad. We ready to rate it? Yeah. All right. Alex, you go first. Set the bar, buddy. Oh, okay. I'm going to go middle of the road movie. Two and a half. There you go. It was enjoyable. There was parts that I really liked, but I think part of the reason was I was expecting like Comanche. Mm -hmm. Right. So I I was in my head. I had like, dude, these guys are going to be horseback riding charging across a plane, just chasing the predator. And the predator <laughs> realized, oh shit, I fucked up. Like, I'm out of this. Uh, no, 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 no. And I didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, I got a very different story. Kind of got pulled out in the middle, pulled back in, pulled back out, kind of flip-flopping back and forth. But, I mean, I enjoyed it. Two and a half. We'll never watch it again. <laughs> um, but that's mostly because it's not really my genre of movie. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. Maltese Falcon. <laughs> Dude, way better than this movie. It's uh, funny. All right, Madsen. Yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. Certainly not the, the best movie I've ever seen by a long shot, but the runtime was incredible. It goes by quick. Uh, I think the visuals on screen, albeit not the, the best CGI ever for a streaming movie, pretty great. I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the, the progression to the end of this movie. So, I didn't have a lot of expectations. It exceeded them. And I think if you're just looking for a fun movie, you like a, you like a thriller, you like an action movie. I, I see this being up a lot of people's alleys um, in that regard. And if you can look past some of the, the location and incorrect indigenous references and things of that nature um, and overlook the flower aspects, it's a pretty entertaining movie overall. Yeah, I would agree. I Enjoyed it way more than I thought I would. I went in very low expectations because I haven't seen a good Predator movie since the original one. To be honest, they probably shouldn't have made more after that. But this one was a good follow-up. I like that it gave some history to the Predators. It showed that, you know, the hunting piece and them coming down. I, I, I enjoyed that. I will say what made this movie for me, though, outside of Coco the dog, Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru and her brother Dakota Beavers, the act, those two actors did very well. 
The fight scenes were really cool that included them. So while we didn't get the horseback riding Comanches, we got some seriously cool fighting. When he pulls the arrow out of the Predator and shoots him with it again, I thought that was dope as all hell. And so I really enjoyed the choreography. I thought the story could have been better, like I mentioned earlier. I think they just got to stop trying so damn hard with the social commentary and just tell social commentary if that's what you're going to do. But I also don't know that I agree that this is the right movie to tell social commentary on. So it's up in the air. I think this is just, just have fun and make an action movie. And if this chick's the main protagonist and she's a badass and just make her a fucking badass, stop trying to make it socially acceptable. Just do it. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. I had fun watching the movie. I'm going to give it a three. I'll meet you guys in the middle. Overall, you can tell it suffered from being a previous Fox product bought by Disney that they still want to use to make some money, but had some hiccups getting it into a theater. I would have loved to have seen this in the theater. I think maybe it would have gotten a little higher rating from me if I wasn't watching it on my TV. But yeah, I mean, I can't complain. I probably won't watch it again either. So there it is. Prey. I like the name. I did like we went from Predator to Prey. I thought that was cool. Mm -hmm. So that was fun. And I will watch a sequel. If they make Predator 2, I think as long as Amber Mid-Thunder's in it, I'll watch it again. I, I yeah. really liked her. I'd watch the next one. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Mattson, tell everybody where else they can find us when they're not listening to our episodes. Yeah. Check us out on, on TikTok if you want to see some crazy stuff. Alex always roasting people, making fun of himself, bringing on Tigers, movie trivia, uh, a lot of those things. We got a, a lot of different... TV shows upcoming, She-Hulk, the, the new Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. She's Rings of Power. I remembered one of them. And then the Star Wars one, I'm forgetting. Andor. Aurora. Andor, <laughs> not Aurora. <laughs> You're never going to lift that one down. Run, running, running joke. So those are the big four TV shows. We got Bullet Train coming up as well. Uh, movies and theaters, as you probably all know, are pretty lacking until we get into the core of the fall, into the winter. So we're definitely trying to lean more into the TV shows. We've also got, we recently had Alex uh, crazy shit drop about some conspiracies with world hunger and where we're going. Uh, appreciate you all listening to something completely different. We'll be dropping Matson's cool shit here shortly. So we're excited to bring you guys, not just movie and TV shows, but some other content. So check us out, uh, what's a verdict.com to see what's upcoming, um, our social site as well and then wherever we could podcast can be found apple spotify stitcher we're on youtube as well so if you want to see our pretty faces please do that leave us a comment in, in youtube on our websites i mean we love fan recommendations except from charles um and yeah thanks for listening and charles is never gonna live that one down either <laughs> all right um yeah so there it is in fact i was gonna pull up real quick hang on because he sent when we were trying to find... Uh, Did he send something else? Yeah. Damn him. So what we also have send? another one that I'll get to in Better a Better not be in black and white. <laughs> that would I be funny. That would be way funny. No, he said, because he, he heard us in our episode where we were complaining about the fact that it's almost impossible to find this movie, Baby Geniuses. So he... <laughs> oh, yeah. So if he goes, if Baby Geniuses 2 won't work... He goes, could I have a review of Freddie Got Fingered, but with Tom Green? Have either of you seen that one? I don't know if I want to watch Baby Geniuses 2 more than Freddie Got Fingered, but it's close. <laughs> Do you guys even know who Tom Green is? Or are you no. too young to even know Tom Green? 
I don't Tom know who Green. Tom Green is. Oh my God, you guys are babies. Wow. Tom Green. He was a comedian in M- from MTV before, when MTV was like at its height of its popularity. His face actually looks very familiar to me, so I've probably seen him in some things. Yeah, it, you'd know, I, well, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. You guys are so young. Anyway, so yeah, Freddie got fingered. So we're definitely doing Baby Geniuses too, because I just don't think I can handle an hour and a half Tom Green. How are we going to watch it though? Well, I have Alec it. has I the DVD. He's it'll be mail going it. out in the mail tomorrow, Charles. Yep. He's going to mail it, and then I'll mail it. Or, to me? Man, yeah. And then, Madsen, you get to keep it, because I don't want it back. <laughs> we'll ceremoniously burn it for a, a YouTube video or a yeah, TikTok. Yeah, we'll do a YouTube video <laughs> yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll, geez, where recommendations go to die in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> we do have another recommend, uh, request, but I got to talk to you guys about it before we can agree to it. So, oh, um, man. with that, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Uh, Charles. Bye. And a magic out. <laughs>